A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. In the midst of the vision I received from the Lord, the angel brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There, the water was flowing from below the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. And the water was flowing down from below the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then the angel brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate that faces towards the east. And the water was coming out on the south side, going on eastward with a cord in his hand. The man measured 1,000 cubits and then led me through the water. And it was ankle deep. Again, he measured 1,000 and led me through the water. And it was knee deep. Again, he measured 1,000 and led me through the water and it was up to the waist. Again, he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross, for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in, a water, a river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Mortal, have you seen this? Then he led me back along the bank of the river. As I came back, I saw on the bank of the river a great many trees on one side and on the other. He said to me, this water flows towards the east region and goes down into the Arabah. And when he enters the sea, the sea of stagnant waters, the water will become fresh. Wherever the river goes, every living creature that swarms will live. And there will be very many fish once these waters reach there. It will become fresh and everything will live where the river goes. On the banks, on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail, but they will bear fresh fruit every month because the water for them flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The mighty Lord is our refuge. The mighty Lord is our refuge. God is our refuge and strength. 
a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea. The, the mighty Lord is, is our refuge. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will happy when the morning dawns. The mighty Lord is our refuge. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what awesome things he has brought on the earth. The Lord the God is our refuge. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Give back to me the joy of your salvation. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool called, in Hebrew, Beth Zatach, which has five porticos. In these lay many invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time, Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, Stand up, take your mat, and walk. At once the man was made well, and he took up his mat and began to walk. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who had been cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your mat. 
But he answered them, The man who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take it up and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had disappeared in the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, Sir, you have been made well. Do not sin anymore so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews started persecuting Jesus because he was doing such things on the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, we had been warned the last two Sundays in the allusion to water, Jesus the living water, as he converses with the Samaritan woman who comes to the well to draw water. And then, more recently this past Sunday, that blind man, born blind, who was told by Jesus to go and wash himself in the pool of Siloam. We had been warned that as Lent goes on, there is more and more baptismal imagery that emerges whenever water rears its head, especially in the Gospel of John. Well, today it starts a flood. Not just the Gospel of John, but every one of the readings, even the responsorial psalm, all allude to the power of water. And all are pointing to a spiritual meaning of being inundated with these waters and bathed in them. In fact, you'll notice when you look quite carefully at today's gospel that even though the famous pool of Bethsaida is there with its healing powers, in the end, the man who had been paralyzed for 38 years didn't end up in the pool at all after all that waiting or whatever he was doing to get in there. In fact, Jesus just simply said to him, without him going anywhere near the pool, stand up, take up your mat, and walk. A remarkable reminder to us that though the symbols are powerful and are important, the root of the healing is not any of the objects, not even the magnificence of water. The root of the healing is Jesus Christ alone. He is the healer of our every ill. And what he makes use of in the sacramental signs is entirely his will and right. But it's not magic. It's not about the thing. And it's certainly not about anything we do, as that man makes rather clear. It is Jesus. He is the one who, baptizing us into his dying and rising again, has given us the awesomeness of new life. An interesting little detail to take note of, a couple of details actually, as the book of the prophet Ezekiel, glorious and complex as it is, draws towards its close. You notice that this water is flowing from underneath the temple. 
a rather obvious declaration in the vision Ezekiel is having that we're talking about divine power at work. And it becomes a river which progressively becomes mightier and mightier and higher and higher until it reaches a point where you can't cross it, certainly not on your own power. Not too difficult a stretch to conclude from that that conversion, as we saw, for example, in the story of the Samaritan woman, is a gradual thing. It becomes a deeper and deeper immersion in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that goes on all through our lives. Even if sometimes it might feel in some cases like it was this, conversion to the Lord is never there it is, once done, and that's it. It is always a long journey. And the vast majority of us are only too well aware of how difficult and arduous a journey it is with a step forward and two steps backwards. But Jesus is with us the whole way. And then the other interesting detail, of course, which the visionary's interlocutor says more than once is that this water brings a medicinal power, a healing power, a growing power. Look at the wonderfulness of how the trees on either side of the river are flowing, overflowing with fruits. When we have received this glorious, powerful, baptismal regeneration, we are able to bear fruit far beyond our imagining. With the man who has just been healed in the gospel, it starts with a very simple act, carrying his mat. But this is not by any means the end of this story. We're going to be following it for several more days. The man himself kind of gets left behind as Jesus ends up in argument, not the first and not the last time, with the Pharisees and the leaders of the people over the whole meaning of who he is and what he has come to do and how he is related to his heavenly father and what salvation is all about and how far they are from even beginning to understand what God is up to. So, in these latter stages of the Lenten season, let us really get in touch with our baptismal grace when we were called, as we had been from all eternity, to be the Lord's, to be totally his, to be transformed and renewed, and to bear much fruit, and to continue to trust in the one who is the living water, constantly healing us, constantly nourishing us.